coming this week. That was Roger. I've got the heebie-jeebies. Sonomura, our guest for this episode. Uh, hey, I'm John, and we are back uh, on a bi-weekly schedule. No excuses, no complaints. Just a lot of really bad outtakes that, again, you may want to cover your ears for if you are a bit sensitive. Uh, we are still on iTunes. We are still on Stitcher. We have an RSS feed. Check our website out at exit.ytg.jp. I made it. That is all for the promotion. I will see you on the other side. This is Exit Pursued by Kaiju, uh-huh. a... This is Exit Pursued by Kaiju, yes, it a... Is. This is Exit Pursued by Kaiju, yeah. a prepubescent podcast about international theater here in Japan. I am John, power bottom, hates being interrupted, Matthews. And I am Andrew, it's just a phase, Wilner. And joining us this episode is a gentle giant of gregarious great things in international theater in Japan and other pursuits. Just Google him. Yes, just ha ha. That was bad. There's nothing worse than gregarious. Come on, that's a great word. I interviewed Roger, and uh, I, I discovered something very, very important. I solved a big mystery that many people have been wondering critical, about Roger. But I won't. Knowledge. And I'm going to tell you what that mystery is in a second. But first, we are going to. We're, I'm going to tease that, and which is what I just did because I'm not going to tell you what it is, and we're going to talk about upcoming stuff that we need to talk about. Right, so uh, we're gonna. Our, our friend Stefan Bryan has uh, has another production of Doodle Boy upcoming, but I'm just teasing that. So first, we're gonna talk about Macbeth. If you haven't uh, been following us, uh, you'll you 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 won't know that Macbeth is going up in the second week of second 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 third week third week, which is it? Stage manager of Macbeth. When is this show going up? Second weekend in October. Macbeth is going up the second weekend in October, and it's going to be a doozy. I forgot exactly what I was going to say about it, but you'll be seeing stuff about this show on social media because um, it's all going to be all over the place because there's lots of people in it, and everybody's going to be uh, Facebook and the ever-loving crap out of it. You're going to... It's the third, third weekend. weekend. Thank you, stage manager of Macbeth. It's really happy. It's it's really great. In the studio today, we actually... We should have we should have um, introduced her. We have the stage manager of Macbeth... Uh, Bree lying on a bed in the in the adjoining room. Dombrowski. So Macbeth is coming up. Uh, rehearsals have happened. Uh, I am actually involved in taking uh, promotional shots for that. And we're hopefully going to be doing more for Macbeth, as a matter of fact, later on. But maybe, maybe not. We'll find out. Uh, Andrew, of course, is playing the not titular character of Banquo. Or Banquo? Or Banqua. Just Banquo. Banquo. Um, and the other thing I just, we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to talk about if you can't wait until October, we're going to talk about how you can find out a little bit more about Macbeth and have some Macbethy goodness at the end of September, Mm -hmm. but we're going to talk about that a bit later. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Mm -hmm. moving on, Stefan Bryan, Stefan Bryan. So, uh, you may remember him as being an awesome guest and very funny man, very high taste and glamour, a high taste and glamour. That was him. I thought that was you. That, that was no. My God, are you kidding? No. Well, that's look what at, I thought. At, I mean, look at me. Look at me. Well, no. I mean, I assumed it was comedy, but okay. It was it was serious and it was about him, a man of high taste and glamour with was who was with us for episode four, um, to talk about his show Doo Boy, which he was doing at the time. He's doing it again. So if you missed it that time because you're an idiot, 
you know, um, or possibly because there were a limited amount of seats and there were only two showings on one day. And, you know, I understand. Andrew doesn't, but I, I'm with you. I understand. As I said, if you missed the first production of this because you were an idiot, uh, you have a chance to see it again. And this time it's even harder. There are only, I think, 20 seats at this venue, so you really should book in advance. Uh, it's going to go up at... Bloody hell, I thought I copied the venue into there. What was it called? The No... The No... No Tan Art Gallery oh, thingy. The No Tan Art Space. I'm going to ring you. I'm going to ring you right now, people, with the uh, with the actual name of the... Uh, with the website, with the link right now. It's P-E-A-T-I-X dot com. That's P-T-I-X. It's a really common event re- reservation site. Slash event slash 182268. I'm not going to repeat it because, honestly, you can just press rewind. Right, and the tickets uh, on PTIX are 3,000 yen. If you go uh, and buy them at the door, they're 3,500. I really, 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 really suggest ordering them in advance. There are only 20 seats at this venue, as I said before, so you are going to want to do that, regardless of whether or not you want to eat that 500 yen surcharge for showing up on the day. There are only two performances at 1 o'clock and 6 o'clock. And they are on September the 11th, 2016, on Sunday... I just wanted you to know that I didn't actually go to my keyboard and go type that out at all. You didn't hear me do that. No, we do this all from our heads. The show is completely from yes. our heads. Uh, we also want to tell you about Black Stripe Theater's upcoming show, which is going to happen September 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 25th. Yep, that one's called The Dresser. And it's directed by Keiko Tsuneda. Um, oh, wow. I gave you the dates. I did not give you the venue. But if you want to find out the venue, because I'm too lazy to tell you, you can go to Black Stripe Theater's website at Black Stripe theater t-h-e-a-t-e-r dot com and check it out so for those of you who are actually involved in uh theater here in japan and those of you who are listening to this and are incredibly upset that we are not giving the right details out guess what i feel your pain i have not hit andrew in the face yet today because if i were to hit him it would cause a severe distortion in the audio coming through the microphone's into my PC that is recording right now. Also, the space-time continuum. There are issues with the space-time continuum space-time that I can continuum. neither confirm nor deny. Now, however, there is a thing that I would like to offer to you to rectify this situation. And please, for the love of God, do it. We have a thing called a website. It is fancy, glorious. It is fantastic. Actually, it's not. It's actually quite new in the sense that I made it and it doesn't suck that much. If you want to submit... Your event, your show, your rehearsals, your tryouts, those are rehearsals. Auditions, um, I think is the word you're looking for. Tryouts, tryouts for the cheerleading auditions. team. Yes. Uh, you see, friends, all you have to do is go to exit.ytg.jp slash submit, and you can use a handy-dandy Google form to submit your event. We'll put it up on our calendar, which is <clears throat> still under construction because I am lazy, uh, to our calendar that will be on the website at some point in the very near future. And we will mention it on this show. So get your stuff, bring it over to our website, put your information in, and we will put you up. We don't want your money. We don't want you nothing. We just want to promote you. Cool? Get a hold of us. Anyway, so we have an interview now. We have this, this big old clip that right. I'm probably going to talk over a bit because eh, I'm a, I'm, I am crave attention. You crave attention. We also have to tease something else, though. No! If you could scroll back up there for a second. I don't want to. In my, in my memory palace, because this is all in my head. Yes. Scroll back. Up scroll up in my palace. memory palace. Yeah, I can't do it. Um, I like want to talk. Part of the mouth. So we talked, we talked last time about uh, Touch Me Not, which is the show I'm working on right now at YTG, which is going up 
September 18th and 19th at the World Peace Theater in Kawasaki. Details, of course, all on the website at Exit, but also at ytg.jp. That's just plain old ytg.jp. You can also get your tickets. And now what I'm going to tease is the tickets for that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're going to, it's a double bill now. We've actually put it together. It's a double bill. We're doing another, there's another show going up with it called Miss Hiccup, A Day in the Life of Miss Hiccup, which is a fantastic show. It's also appropriate for small children unlike pretty much everything everything I touch. That we do yeah but it is appropriate for very small children bring your bring your one-year-old and yeah we're doing it a whole bunch of times on those days i think we're doing five performances of each show uh we're selling the tickets it's a double bill we're selling the tickets separately because if you clearly if someone brings a one-year-old to uh day in the life of miss hiccup they may not want that one-year-old sitting through our show simply because it's not specifically a kid's show although it is not entirely adults only no no it's It's, not it's not wrong for kids just if you have a three-year-old our show might be less entertaining it is it is characteristically serious and deep for andrew let's put it that way yes yes um i mean simply i can put it i think a 10 year old or a 12 year old could probably handle it yeah it is a physical drama after it is a physical drama i have seen i've seen you do this it is it seems like it might be entertaining for people who are above the age of yeah exactly above the age of that's what that's what we'll call that was it my joke yes i'm repeating it because it was a good joke thank you um so if you're gonna see if you're gonna see both those shows uh, as an adult the ticket price is uh 3500 yen but you can get ch- tickets super 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 cheap if you do a thing do a thing which we're going to tell you about after the interview yes so we so we've got uh roger roger i'm sorry i couldn't be there uh i will see you next time but for now, the rest of you can listen to this interview between Andrew and Roger, and we're going to do this thing now. Ready? Okay. Do the thing. Thanks, John, or possibly me, because I don't know who's going to throw this interview to me, or if we're going to throw it all, in which case this part will probably be cut out. Uh, yeah, so I'm sitting here in the YouTube studio in Tokyo in Mori Tower with Roger... Sonomura. Sonomura. Actually, a full name, Sonomura. Sonomura. That, I know, I knew that. I just, it's, it's very confusing. You have many names. You're a man of many names. Many names. Um, we'll get to that. That's one of my questions. <laughs> one of my questions, but... Uh, you do not know my real name, do you? <laughs> Kaiser Sose. Um, oh, I just spoiled a movie. Uh, so, uh, if you've done theater in Tokyo, you probably know Roger, and if you, have it, if you don't know Roger, you've probably at least seen him. Because he's everywhere. Sometimes all in the same day. I think we were doing a show back in February and you had like something else that was going on and you dropped in on us for 15 minutes and then went back into Tokyo to, to do the other, to, to work on your, the other thing you were doing. Well, because they're so far, they're kind of, they're far apart and the theater stuff, the stuff in Shinjuku and then the stuff in, in Kawasaki or Yokohama. And then my regular job is like in central Tokyo. So that lets me go around to different areas. Right. But I think on this particular day, you would have had to, it would have been quite a, you would a just, task. <laughs> yeah. And to be there for 15 minutes. That but it was, was well uh, worth it. It was though. impressive. Well, thank you. Know, well, I'm, I'm glad you thought so. Um, we were happy to have you. Um, so, yeah, I first met you when you came to a showcase I put on in 2011. Yeah. Um, long time ago. Yeah. And uh, in a rinky dig shack, like in, a rinky dig in an shack. obscure it's called, train it's, station. It's still, it's still there. It's, it's still there. Bayside Studios. It's mm. at Kanagawa Shimachi. I think it's still available for rent if you can find them. Um, I mean, on the internet or whatever, if you can mm. find them. Uh, but that's where we did. That's where we used to rehearse all our stuff mm. for YTG, and that's where we did our first showcase with that with that ensemble I was working with at mm. that time. And I just remember that you were there and you made 
very, very perceptive comments because it was sort of the, the whole point of it was sort of a feedback yeah. session. And well, I think I love that kind of uh, the like the passion of doing the theater. Like, doesn't really matter where you do it. Like, I mean, you could do it like out on the street or like a, in a person's living room or like in a in a in a in a shack. <laughs> in a shack. Okay. <laughs> fair, it wasn't actually a shack. It's a it's an old warehouse. I remember, well, yeah, the factory. warehouse. But I mean, I think it was, when I said it was worth it, it's worth it because because I went there and then uh, when I when I saw that the P you had all these people that like went there were like gathered there to do like a performance and to rehearse and stuff. That was like, uh, like I could forget everything else, like the, the place or uh, getting there. Or the diseases you picked up from <laughs> the, the place. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was part of the play. Yeah. Uh, but uh, to see that you guys like doing stuff there, like that was, that was like the whole purpose. It paid off to, to go there and like, and see it. And even, I think it was like, it was a rough, rough through and stuff. But, uh, but anyway, we're not here to talk about, oh. we're here to talk about you, but I would, that's, that was my first introduction to, to Roger. Mm. And so you're the guy everyone knows. You work with like every theater company, I think, in Tokyo. Yeah, I, it's well. And uh, all it's, the comedy companies in Tokyo, all the, all the English language ones at minimum. Yeah. And, uh, and you're not just, not just performing, but doing healthy things like shooty things, video -y things. Shooty things. Shooty things. Yes. Not with a gun, with a camera. <laughs> We're in Japan. We use cameras, not guns. Um, we yeah. use hard language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah that's 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 who you are to me anyway um and i think to a lot of people but but i want to know who is roger where do you come from roger where are you from <laughs> who am i who are you that's a good question uh i well i'm from the states uh i was born and raised in uh in the states uh, i was raised in kansas and then um, my father was military so we moved around to several places uh like to, to florida and then we moved to to other Air Force bases, and then uh, we settled down in California. So I grew up mostly in California, uh, Northern California, San Francisco area. And then I went to school at Berkeley there. Uh, and then I was involved in the theater back then too. Uh, during uh, I was working, I wasn't working. Sorry, I was at uh, like College of Marin, which was which was a really good, had a really good theater program. And then um, I was uh, like a resident playwright there. I was uh, working on skits and stuff there. And then went back and forth to to uh, Los Angeles to work on. Um, uh, workshops for uh, TV writing and for playwriting. That was mostly my meta was like mostly for writing and stuff. And like working in TV was was kind of fun. And then uh, I went to school back in, in Connecticut, New Haven, where they had a big theater program too. So was, that was a graduate program then? Yeah, uh, no, I wasn't. I wasn't a declared graduate. It was a graduate school, but I was doing theater on the side. And uh, I got involved with the like stage, and I just kind of got hooked onto it. And then. Oh. Mostly like production side and and uh, directing and writing and and backstage stuff. And then sometimes I would go on stage, but I found more uh, freedom to go on stage during doing comedy, uh, doing improv improv theater and guts comedy and and uh, uh, theater sports and things like that. So then when after graduate I graduated, I came back to San Francisco and then uh, I got involved with the the theater programs there and the improv theaters there. So and I, so how did you get? From there to Japan, what are you doing in Japan? Oh, uh, my mother's Japanese, and she was. Uh, uh, long story short, she got sick, so then um, there was no one to take care of her, and then my sister got sick as well, so then I came to Japan to take care of them. I see. And then uh, I, so I, I got a job and I worked in Japan, and then um, I just started to get back into the theater here with uh, first with um, with a, a TIP and 
the Tokyo International Players and some theater groups, workshops, and especially uh, Tokyo Comedy Store with the, the improv workshops. I, initially, I didn't think there was much theater in Tokyo. Right. When you, when you come here, it's like there's a few things. And then uh, when you, you find different people who are different involved and there, there's crossovers and there's people who are helping other groups and stuff. Yeah, there's it, it's it's strange. It's like there's actually, especially now, there's a lot going on. There's a lot more than there was five or six years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, a lot of times when I see the theater and stuff, and then um, how they how they present themselves or how they promote it is usually for like a like a smaller niche or community of, of like the the expats or stuff. So then um, I thought like like another person, other people like like Goshi and those other guys, we were thinking like we promote it because we we can promote it in both languages mm-hmm. uh, if we write it in an article or. or we have contacts with the, the Japanese media. So then that has a, a broader range of promotion. Roger, what is with that? a D or without a D? Oh, uh, I do think uh, that uh, these are D very important. <laughs> um, <laughs> On Katakana, there's no, I just can't put the D in. Like, yeah, yeah. Unless like the delay or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That we might... have a nice name though. I don't, I don't really like my last name. It was my dad's. It's an unusual name because it's not. It's, there's Japanese and there's a kanji. Sonomura. Yeah. There's a kanji like in, in, and son. But uh, it's it's kind of rare. There aren't that many. It's mostly from Okinawa. I right. think so. There are a lot because I looked in the phone book. Like, you know, there are more Sonomuras than me. And then my grandparents are usually they're from Hawaii or they're Polynesian, French Polynesian. So uh, I just used Sono because I don't like the sound of it. Like when you like at the department stores, you hear the. The paging system or yeah. the white courtesy phone, Mr. Sonamira, Mr. Sonamira, like, and it sounds like a, like a disease or a sickness. <laughs> <laughs> I usually kept Sono, which is, which my friend has Sono too, which is just one single kanji. Then Muda sounds kind of like murder Muda, but it's a village. Right. The best one was when uh, 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 F. Shanahan, uh, he had that movie. It was called The Village. Oh, right. The village. the village, and then they have the trailer on the TV commercials, and it, it was like, you know, coming this week, like, scariest movie, and then it goes, Sono Muda. Like, well, that's mine, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> what projects have you got, like, on the burner right now? On the burner, uh, well, wow, a lot. Uh, I'm with the the improv groups in Tokyo, which are which were a lot of fun, and then which is the main was the Tokyo Comedy Store, and then they have the the improv workshops on. Uh, uh, Wednesdays and Fridays, or or every week, that's great. And Chris Wells t- uh, teaches them, and uh, different levels, and it's and it's fun. It's like it's like a family. There's also the Tokyo uh, Pirates of Tokyo Bay, which is uh, another group that that I'm with. That they're fun. They're a short form uh, improv group, and then they have we're bilingual too. So then um, we perform both English and uh, and Japanese, and other some other like unnamed languages. But they're uh, we perform like it what the Dickens. Uh, once a month, right. uh, at the last, usually the last Sunday, and uh, Tokyo Comedy Store performs at the Improvisilla, which is uh, the Crocodile Musical Improv Comedy Long Form, which is on uh, the last last Friday of the month. There's also workshops. Uh, there's also Tokyo Theater for Children, um, which is <laughs> children's theater uh, group. Last uh, couple, last time they performed Jungle Book, which was really great, and then I was involved. And helping them uh, do that. So then, this time I I'm actually I auditioned, so I'm going to perform with them too. Oh wow! Uh, we're doing the Stinky Cheese Man. Stinky Cheese Man. Yeah, and that's uh, slightly less famous than the Jungle Book. Yeah, but uh, it's kind of aromatic comedy. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, Stinky Cheese. Oh, sorry, it's uh, at uh, Nakano Bonbon in November. Uh, so rehearsal is going to start pretty soon, and then November twenty fifth or twenty seventh uh, is the Stinky Cheese Man. 
And what else is up there? Also, Okonomi Yaki is a, we do Japanese stand-up. A lot of foreigners, we perform Japanese stand-up, or we stand-up in Japanese okay. at the, the Naked Loft in uh, Shinokubo. That's with uh, Ben Jennings and David Gutteridge and, and uh, Jeremy Eaton and Vinay Murphy. And we perform in front of an audience that's, uh, that is, it's really receptive to like listening to us foreigners <laughs> say the same jokes in Japanese. <laughs> Where can people go to find out about all the stuff you just Wow, mentioned? I'm glad you asked. Um, they go to your page. <laughs> no, they go... Uh, they could go to our page because we could will, probably we put a link it in the show notes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how do you sleep? No, sorry. Um, what is sleep? When, when, when do you sleep is what I meant. Uh, yeah, I sleep. No, I sleep. I'm a deep sleeper. I'm like, I sleep in beta. I can sleep quickly in beta. And beta is usually like past uh, REM. Before you go to sleep, don't eat anything. And then you drink stuff that's like VAM. VAM has a, a B extra. <laughs> okay. Because bees, like, they sleep really deep. So like uh, two hours of beta is worth five hours of alpha sleep. Okay. D bees, wait, you mean the insect? Yeah. Or it's a wasp, actually. It's a wasp. Yeah. So because they they're, they're sleeping all, they're running around all day, like really busy. So, so wait, wait, you're drinking, you're drinking wasp extract? Yeah, it's called, it's called VAM. VAM. It has, it advertises as having, uh, uh, extract or enzymes or... Does it, does it also have the stuff that plants crave? You'll, you'll forgive me, it seems a little bit, a little bit hokey that like, because wasps can do that if we drink extract from wasps, then we gain their power. It's a little bit radioactive spider. Yeah, yeah, it's like Spider-Man. Like <laughs> so that's... That is Roger's secret, is he drinks some kind of wasp extract. I listen to the other po uh, podcasts, like with Martin and stuff. Oh, yeah? Those are pretty good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Just thank you for plugging us while we're doing it. <laughs> well, I noticed that you went, you did a, you went, did a lot of uh, accents with Martin. Yeah, yeah. We, we should never have done that. We're not doing that anymore. That's, uh, oh, I think you should do accents all the time. <laughs> yeah, we're, both of us are actually quite terrible at accents. All right. It went a little bit sideways. So uh, you do a lot of you do a lot of like photo and video shooting, for, yeah. For for a lot of the companies, yeah. I've been uh, like um, I like taking photographs and stuff, and then if I have the opportunity to to help like a, a production, I usually um, shoot stuff for them and then kind of like tweak it so it looks presentable. And I can I can do like Photoshop and I know the stuff to do advertising and stuff and video stuff. I'm getting into that more. Talking about your theater stuff, you obviously do other stuff. We're here in the YouTube studios, so that's not that's not for nothing, right? Like oh, that yeah. What do you um, do here? We're um, doing. Uh, we have an opportunity with uh, some of the groups to do different uh, videos using the set, and then YouTube is. Uh, I do the videos, and then they transfer on to different uh, uh, mediums. Like uh, I'll do a video for like a cooking channel, or I'll do a video for a comedy show, or I'll do. Uh, background scene scene work behind the scenes work for uh all the other shows and then it, um you put them on their youtube channel and then sometimes uh they want to film youtube studio offers the the sets that you can use for for skits or music videos and and uh collaborating with other youtubers in japanese youtubers or or uh, the foreign community here is a lot of fun too so for, for for people people who want to see like you know real examples of the kind of work you do where where should they be well heading? we did uh we used the set for the tokyo the uh, pirates of tokyo bay um where we used the set they had a co really cool like um space spaceship and then they had a they linked with marvel to do a superhero series so we thought of uh, doing these different types of superheroes using the set which was like a spaceship and a and a and a, a command center 
And so we came up with a, an idea, and I came up with an idea uh, of one which was called Umbrella Man, which is I thought was kind of cool. It's kind of like a, a Kingsman with the umbrellas, right. but out in space. And it was based all based on a on a story or a real life experience that I had <laughs> of being. I was like stabbed once with a, an old lady came out with a parasol, and she stabbed me like in the eye. Like you can probably see the scar here. There's still scar tissue, and it irritates me a lot. And I've always had a, like a phobia of like old ladies opening up parasols now. And so I thought incorporate that into like a space adventure where right. I think you're burying the lead here. Yeah. What? Why did she? Why did she stab you in the eye? Because she was coming out of the train. Is uh, Japan has people use a lot of parasols, which I'm, which I think is insane. Yes, insane. But um, she was coming out of the train on the outside of the platform, which was sunny, so she wanted to protect her complexion. But it was an old lady who, who she had this refined complexion that she wanted to change. So as soon as she got out on onto the sunny platform she opened her parasol and i was getting at the same time and, and she nicked me in the eye Yikes. and then she walked away like of course she did bye so tell, tell you know what talk about this cooking thing this cooking thing this cooking thing because i think most people not most people but i think a lot of people i mean for me for instance i knew you did some cooking stuff because I you frequently bacon. show up with like cooking yeah i bake to... i bake because i don't because i don't sleep i usually bake <laughs> <laughs> when do you sleep <laughs> Uh, so what, how, how did the, when, did, when did this start? I start when I was a kid, I used to, I used to watch my mom cook a lot and stuff and she was a great cook. She, um, she was from Japan some when she came over, like, uh, my dad, she was actually in Zushi and then my dad like, like stole her, took her, took her away and dropped her into Kansas on the base. And then she had to make, she didn't, she didn't speak English and she, she, uh, didn't know about Western society and stuff. And so she had to like adapt. And so she. The best way to adapt was to cook, and she got all these, all these uh, better homes and gardens and joy of cooking books. And she like made notes and stuff. And she cooked a lot of food with, for with the other the other wives, and then for uh, my my father and, and stuff. And so she was like really good at cooking Western food. So then um, I would watch her as I was growing up, and then I, she like there was a big ceremony where she gave me. She passed down her her. Co- cooking Bible, <laughs> oh, cooking all, her, all her recipes, her secret recipes and stuff. And she had like a lot of comfort food that we had when we were kids. Like, mom, can you make this? Or can you make this? Like this, like this marshmallow lime jello with almond slices. And she made this Chinese chicken salad, which with the fried beef in, which was really good. And then, well, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. Well, then, uh, so then I cooked. And then when I was in college, when I was in Connecticut, I went, I went to to Yale, but I had to make ends meet, so I worked at a pizza restaurant. So I learned a lot of. Uh, Italian food, and then uh, when my parents got divorced when I was a kid, too, my I did I said I never wanted to get married, so my grandmother sent me to cooking school. I went to cooking school in, in Strasbourg, France. <laughs> and uh, oh, like like um, it was a like Colin, Colin Hepburn at Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. <laughs> did they tell you how to crack an egg? No, but I I fell in love with George Papard. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't. I just like saying his name. It's a really cool name, George Papard. George Papard. Yes. Uh, then. I had to fend for myself in California, so I worked at a sushi restaurant. I worked at an Italian restaurant. Then I came to Japan. Then I wasn't initially. I wasn't going to stay here, but then um, I decided to stay to take care of my mother and stuff. So the first job here was because I, I could cook. I worked at the Hotel Nuotani. Uh, I was a sous chef. I was and I was working in the line chef there. And then they asked me to to teach the other um, uh, chefs how to cook like real like real food. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I had a restaurant in Kamakura. That's right, yeah. Yeah, Cafe Gecko. But there was no geckos in the food. No, okay, that, that's good. 
just a lot of geckos in the restaurant. Well, ge gecko means to covet the house, to protect it. Uh, uh, so, because like uh, real geckos or lizard will protect the house and stuff from mosquitoes and moths and stuff. So I thought that was kind of cool. Plus, I grew up in Hawaii. We had a lot of geckos. I thought it was, a, it was a cool mascot. But a lot of Japanese, they came into the restaurant and said, what kind of geckos do you serve here? <laughs> so and how long did you do that for? Uh, about three. It was a big commitment. It was like three and a half years. Wow. Like working every day there. It was in Kitakamakura too, which uh, had a lot of uh, foot traffic, people that came through. But then um, my concept was to, to do like a sandwich and, and uh, Mexican like fusion because I love Mexican food. But it didn't really take at that time because huh. there were a lot of old people there. And right. then uh, a lot of them didn't have teeth and stuff. So <laughs> like tacos was like, it was too hard for them. <laughs> <laughs> so I, we changed soft tacos and... Because they would come in and they they we'd say we have this menu you know there's we have chimichangas or we have uh, pasta or we have this this you know uh, this this good food these specials but then they their mindset that uh, coffee curry coffee curry because it says coffee shop or kisaten right and so like they don't even look at the menu they just uh, so then I had to change that and it was it was I couldn't I couldn't uh, like serve the stuff that I that I wanted to do. So. That's too bad because I mean Mexican food is a little hard to get a hold of here. Mm. Oh, good Mexican. Food. Good, yes. Well, but even bad Mexican food you ever is had a little a bit hard. Taco with cucumber in it. Mm, I have, but that's been like at my house. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, where it's just like you put whatever vegetables you had. <laughs> like the, the taco taco night was a way to getting rid of like extra produce <laughs> in the refrigerator. But, like when the you have to there's a there's a skinship between uh, people when you open a restaurant to to work with the people that are there if there's a if there's a bread shop you try to use the bread at mm. your place if there's a meat shop you try to buy meat from them in the vegetable shop there was a there was a yaoi on our vegetable shop uh close to, to to the restaurant so i went there and asked him for the different types of vegetables including avocado at that time which he had no idea what it was wow which is like this is like actually this is a long time ago like bef like when starbucks just started out uh, our restaurant was green so we had like uh, matcha lattes Oh, okay. Because right. from California, I thought that would be good, but a lot of people didn't think like much. They didn't know matcha lattes or cappuccinos or frappuccinos at that time. Really. That's crazy. What what year was this? Not to date you or anything, because you're 22. But <laughs> it was in my previous life. I think uh, as soon as I got here, I worked at Otani. Yeah, it was over 10, 12 years ago. Yeah, because I've yeah. been in Japan for 13 years, and yeah. it's changed a lot. Yeah. I mean, in terms of what's available, what you can get, and how often you can find avocados in the... in the Now you can, yeah. They're, they're all over the place, place yeah. now. But the prices are pretty high. Yeah. Like, well, everything, uh, all produce is kind of high here, unfortunately. But they only have the Haas avocado, the yes. black skin ones. In yeah. California, there's, there's the different, the green long ones and stuff. But the, the yaoi son of the vegetarian, the vegetable shop man, uh, he had to order out wow. to get it. And then he had special order one case for me, which I promised him I would buy one case a week. Right. And then he brought his family to the restaurant and to see like how it's used and stuff. Because we did guacamole and then we did like baked avocado and, and avocado smoothie too. Oh. And then he said, oh, and then he, he, when I went by his place before, after that, he had a sign mm -hmm. that like with a direction for me, if you want to try this in Japanese, <laughs> please go to this restaurant, which is like, like, uh, like a little promo for myself. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, it was nice. That, that kind of, thing working with like the people that you if you if you have a company here you have to work with the people there even though like it's cheaper to to have it sent in from tokyo like the meat was a lot cheaper right to send from okachimachi or then to buy from this 
meat guy here. Right. Yeah. Boo. Uh, so yeah, so you did. You ran. You ran the restaurant for like three years. You got out of it because. Uh, because of uh, not being able to do the the, the menu that I that uh, I wanted to do, plus uh, the landlord was was kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, he uh, initially he had uh, Kitakamakura was the station, so he initially the reason I wanted to use that because he was pushing that there was gonna there was gonna be a, a station building, right? And Kitakamakura is like one of the really old oldest places where they still have like uh, ticket takers and stuff at that time. And uh, his property was on the, the train track on the platform. So he said that within a few years, if you have a restaurant here, um, when they build a station, you get first choice in the station. And that makes a lot of difference for a right. restaurant to be in the station. And so that was, he kind of lied. Like, I, huh. I was accepting it. Then one year passed, two years passed. I said, what's going to happen with the, the station? He said, oh, that idea. That's like, you know, that's, that's forget about that. Forget about that. Meanwhile, I was, I was struggling, you know, to, right. to, to get people to come to the restaurant at that at that time. And so then uh, I just said, well, if it's not going to happen, then I want to I want you to lower the rent or try to negotiate with him to, to, to move it across to the other side where there's more foot traffic. Right. And then he. Like, so it was, it was that was kind of hard, though, too. Plus, it was it was really time consuming to like every day, you know, every day you're there. Yeah. You know, and then if you live there, it's like worse because then. Because I lived, I lived upstairs for a while. And then you think, oh, I just go down, just do a little, a few chores, you know, get the sauce ready or the menu or the register or the dishes or the inventory, and then you time passes. And I do this in little small things, and then it ends up like you're there like twenty four seven. I don't think people realize how hard a job running a restaurant is. So, just I don't know if did we hit this. So people want to see your stuff on YouTube because you you've got stuff on YouTube, right? You're involved in yes. So uh, the stuff you're most proud of, where can people go to find that? Uh, probably I put a lot of the stuff on uh, Tokyo Comedy Network, okay. Which is um, like the whole thing with YouTube is to to get subscribers and stuff. Like it's a big thing. Like most people like like fight over you, like claw and like nail and nail and finger to try to get subscribers to like. But I usually just do the stuff that I I want to do because it's because I have the freedom to do it with the other working with right. the other people. So then uh, yeah, I don't want to plug like please subscribe. No, no, but if you say, like, go on YouTube and search... Uh, Tokyo, Tokyo Comedy Network. Tokyo Comedy um, Network. I do stuff with, like, skits and behind the stuff. I do my own skits. Uh, and, like, if I think something's funny, and I, I call my friends from improv and stuff, and we do, like, skits and stuff, or um, we do interviews. I interview a lot of uh, comedians who come to Tokyo, uh, just, like, thinking, asking them what they're doing, and then they plug their things. And then uh, I ask them, like, hard questions, like, uh, what, for them, what is comedy? Which is cool. Right. It's cool. And then I ask, uh, I interview Japanese comedians too, which which is interesting because they have a different uh, perspective on stuff, on what they think is funny and stuff, and how they got into comedy. And then I do some language videos too, like a Japanese onomatopoeia and uh, uh, word word play. Okay, and, I have I have a beef to pick with that. It's not sure. most of the time, those are not actually onomatopoeia. Yeah, because onomatopoeia is like crash, because the idea is the word sounds like the actual thing. Splash. Yeah. Um, that's well, English onomatopoeia would be like that. But, but that's what onomatopoeia. That's what that 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 word. But giseki means. would be like the repeated repeated word of the sound that it makes. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, the sound that. It, well, if you did, because we did, we ira, did. Ira, ira, being 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 like kind of like, how would you describe that? Being like annoyed with something, like like in a bad mood. Mm. Being ira ira. You, you don't. Your body doesn't go ira, ira, or anything like that. Oh, it's yeah. not. So it's not an onomatopoeia. 
I've just, I've got to be, because there's a guy who's written a book about it. And I'm like, well, look, I get it. And they're fun. I mm. have the book and it, with the explanations in English for like most of them. Mm. And I love them, but calling them onomatopoeia just bugs the guy, the, 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 the language mm. purist in me. Because they're not freaking onomatopoeia. Okay, I'll, I'll do yours. I'll do one with you. You do one with you me? Say, yeah, I do it with a lot of friends and stuff. Okay. <laughs> you know, if you're, especially if you're learning Japanese, you learn a few of those. There's an easy way to get particular concepts across really, really fast. Mm, yeah. Um, Even if they switch that, I think it's part of, and it's part of the culture, and it's part of like the, the once once you've learned it, you're kind of like you have your foot in the door of like being accepted in Jap- Japan more. But it helped. But for me, it's 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 a, it's there are linguistic shortcuts that you can use to mm. to to get an idea across without having to like explain. So sorry, I'm my title on the show. My actual title is pedant in chief. So <laughs> my apologies, I'm a pedant. Um, only, yeah. the, only the pedant shall pass. I think we probably should wrap it oh, here because sure. we've got to clean up the room before the next person comes in. Oh, or whatever. Sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, anything, any last thoughts? Thoughts? Yeah. Complaints, ideas? Complaints, uh, ideas. Uh, Brain farts. Uh, stay cool, summertime. Stay cool, summertime. That's, uh, that's, those are our I don't have words. a tie today, which is cool. Is that cool biz then? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, stay cool. Those are, th- those words from Roger Sonomura. And uh, yeah, stay I'm gold, th- stay stay gold, pony boy. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I'm going to throw it back to John and myself in the not studio. John, John. Are we done yet? Thank you, Andrew of the past. And hello, Andrew of the present. Hello. Hi. I've traveled through the space time <laughs> continuum. We did a thing. This is why he can't punch me. Yeah, this is exactly why, as a matter of fact. Um, so that was Roger Sonomura, not Sono, but Sonomura, um, who is a great guy and who we hope you will hear from more and more. Um, he's involved in a ton of stuff, as has been mentioned in the interview. We will give you links to some of the projects he's involved with that you can, that you can keep your eyes on later on down the road. Um, you you want to say something. You can assume that any show we talk about, Roger is involved in some capacity, in even some if way. it's just showing up, taking some photos or showing up and bringing some cookies to the cast. So other stuff happening. Speaking of shows, um, right. the the ever, ever beloved Apocrypha, which you will remember from uh, episode three. Three, Andrew. It was. Yeah, you're two right. Was three. Martin, yeah, two Martin, was Martin, Martin and Francis. Three. And I saw I guess I saw Martin last week. Um, he's doing really great. So stuff and things. Good. Anyway, you remember Rachel from episode three, we spoke of Apocrypha, the storytelling event. They are on their fifth installment. Yes. Yes. It's the fifth. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Um, this one is now, uh, first times. The theme of this one is first times in all seriousness. Great event. It's at Bar Gardi Gardi, uh, near Shibuya in Ikinoe station, right out the Northwest side. Uh, it is fantastic. It is on... September 2nd, as I mentioned, if you want to go check it out, go and like the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Apocrypha Tokyo. That's A-P-O-C-R-Y-P-H-A, and then spell Tokyo out. By the time this podcast goes live, there will be a link on the left-hand side of the ytg.jp yes, page as well. Because we like Apocrypha because it's a really fun event, a very different event. Yeah. Um. So, next thing. Next thing is... Uh, in some ways a similar event because it's happening at Bar Garigari, but we're doing Nerd Night. It'll be our third installment of Nerd Night. Yeah, so Nerd, Nerd Night is Discovery Channel with booze. It's basically people giving really, really interesting short talks, 18 to 20, 21 minutes, I think, is because we're nerds. We have really specific time timelines. 18 to 21 minutes, little 
presentation and then uh, Q&A plus drinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you come in. It's uh, the event is 1,500 yen. Includes a free drink. Which in terms of events in Tokyo, dead, deadly serious. Like I'm not trying to, to, to shamelessly promote this. That is nothing. That is squat it's compared to cheap. most events in Tokyo. It's pretty cheap. And if, you're yeah. live, if you live somewhere in the middle of Tokyo, it's not. Ikenoe Station is it's super uh, easy. If you can get to Shibuya, you can get to Ikenoe. It's, walk, it's totally walkable from Shimokitazawa <laughs> as well. Whoa. But the one thing uh, about Nerd Night 3 is we're going to have, uh, we're going to actually have a, a sign-up sheet this time. And I highly advise people uh, to sign up in advance. Our, the space in Bargarigari is quite limited. Yep. And we hit our capacity last time, and I don't want to, I don't want anyone to be disappointed. Yeah. Um. So you can you can register up to the day of the event. Uh, you can go online to see if there's spaces. You'll be able to go online at on that form. If that form is open, there are still spaces available. If it's not, then we're we're full up. So uh, anyway, so Nerd Night Nerd Night Two was really good. I yeah. understand because we had the assistance of YTG new intern Henry Morris. Yes, Henry Morris. Big ups. Big up, Hez. But hopefully we're all going to be at, uh, we'll all be at three. We'll all be at Nerd Night 3. Yeah, we haven't given the date yet, September 23rd. I didn't, did didn't I? Oh, maybe you did. Anyway, it's, it's a Friday. Friday. It's a Friday night. It's at Bargarigari. The fact that we're doing a lot of events at Bargarigari should not let you know that we are biased towards it. It's just a really awesome venue. It's a fantastic venue. Small events, highly recommended. And booze. Uh, and Craig Reg Bob Russell will be at this one. Yes, that's right. Uh, that's that's right. So I teased that from earlier. Yes. When I said yes, and I, and I just and I just jumped you because you I'm just, tired of your. Shit. Okay. So uh, yeah, um, yeah. Macbeth director Craig Greg Bob Russell is going to be there talking about Shakespeare and or Macbeth. We have he hasn't decided on the exact presentation yet, but he is going to be talking at Nerd Night Three. So if you want a little taste of the Shakespeare, the little will, the you want a little taste of Billy Shakes before October. Then, uh, then head on down there, and you can he'll, he'll he'll talk about it. I was going to say that if you've heard Craig Reg speak in in public, which we would have if you'd been at Apocrypha three, um, two, 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 and uh, one. Anyway, um, Craig is amazing. Uh, his his progressions, his his he 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 his words go in patterns that make your head go. Ooh. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. It does indeed. He's a, okay. The probably one of the most interesting people in Tokyo, I would say. Uh, that probably isn't. That actually would not be a hard a hard sell. Uh, let's cut this. Let's cut this off here and say that if you want to check out more about Nerd Night, uh, because uh, your friends Andrew and John, who you care about and love deeply, uh, are working on the website, the Facebook page, the promotion, the better events to make this a really cool event that you will enjoy. It is at Facebook.com/slash. Nerd Night Tokyo. Uh, we also have the website that is up now. Yay! And by now, I mean I put a welcome page there, and the rest of it's kind of eh. Uh, but they're really they're really bare bones, so it's fine. It's uh, Tokyo Nerdnight N E R D N I T E dot com. That Facebook page is spelled the same way N E R D N I T E Tokyo. Um, yeah. Were you doing anything else? I have officially submitted our paperwork to be part of the fringe in Manila for YTG for YTG for do touch you, me not. Do you know? Oh, for touch me not. Yeah. Nice. That'll be February if we get it. Well, I mean, we're registered, but they need to come back to us and we need to figure out if we can, we can do it. And we're going to need, if, if we can set that up, we're going to need to do some heavy, heavy duty fundraising to get our butts out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, anything else going on? Well, we're yeah. talking about the, well, I just talked about fundraising. So that would be a nice. If you want to jump in, feel free. <laughs> Oh, make it like I'm the one who's sales, all about the money. Sales pitch. Because I just mentioned that we might have to do some fundraising. The way to 
get cheap tickets to the show, which I teased at the beginning, right? Uh, our double bill, if you go to both shows, it's 3,500 yen, which is, I mean, for two, two full hours of solid, solid theater, uh, that's, that's pretty cheap. But you can go even cheaper because for like $20, $20 US as a patron, you have access to both those shows. And the way you do that is you go to Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Which will be in the credits eventually. Yeah. Uh, .com forward slash YTG. And you go there and you sign up as a patron. Uh, you'll get charged only when we do shows or like big events or big fundraisers or a large workshop or something like that. Um, it also actually gives you access to Apocrypha and Nerd Night uh, free of charge, charge, at least for the, at least for the, for the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the last nerd night actually it included a free drink and if you aren't able to make a show for whatever reason you end up having to work out of town that weekend something comes up you'll get to, you'll get access to a video of it and any past shows that we've done while patreon has been act our patreon campaign has an been increasingly active. an increasingly better video yes thanks to john john it, williams john williams yes the music we've got john williams on this we've got john williams hey john anyway, williams anyway John Matthews. So we John will Matthews. we will give you we will give you a bunch of stuff and make you happy and you'll make us happy and let's make each other happy because that's what life's about. Actually, um, well, I'm on a design kick. I know this is not something that you and I have discussed before. Right. And this is something totally new on the radio. Oh wow! But I actually want to like use this design kick and uh, and like and make some cool like digital stuff and be like this person's a cool ass backer. Nah. Oh, we could do that. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's cheesy, but no, I, I, I like, like doing. That. I like doing. No, because we do this. Really fun. We do the social media shout out now when someone signs up. But actually, it would be kind of cool to have it like more personalized. But yeah, that's a good idea. I, I don't we know. We like something like that. I like doing that kind of thing. I like my people getting the getting the recognition and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, it's, See, I'm, it's I'm important. a people person and you're a dick. But uh, I mean, the thing is, I mean, and that's the kind of thing we can do. Hmm. Are you expecting someone? Uh, no, not at all. I mean, it's it's Sunday. I mean, I don't know people are. Yeah, it's quarter to seven. I don't know. Did you order a answer pizza? It. I don't know. Answer it. It's your your house. Okay, fine. I'll answer it. The mic. You're the closer to the door. What's that? You're closer to the door. I just said you're closer to the door. Can I'm you not hear me? Yeah, you, you are behind the mic stands. Okay, I'm coming. Dude, hurry up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just going to look through the thing. Yeah, go on. So who is it? Uh, what, uh, it, says, it says it's a, uh, flowers? Are you expecting flowers? Flowers? Oh, wait, from? Wait, 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 hold on. No, candy gram. It says candy gram. Pick one. Flowers or candy gram? Does the candy gram come with flowers? <laughs> I don't know how the system works. Candy gram come with flowers? Yeah, it says, it says yeah. The, it says, she says, it says, yeah, candy gram comes with flowers. It says it? Or we, can you, I know I we're not. I really see the, it's just very, it's green and scaly, blue and scaly. <laughs> uh, don't answer that. Why? Don't, don't answer that. Have you not, do you not understand that well, we've done this every single time? No, 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 it's, no, Andrew, have you not, we've been doing this podcast. This is like episode something now. And you've not figured out this at the end. It's always somebody just comes in and rips us apart. Oh, you think, what, so it's, what the kaiju, it's the kaiju, it's the kaiju. It's the kaiju. It's the kaiju. Kaijus don't carry candy grams. Okay, you know oh, that's your, that's your line, I think. Whatever, who cares? I'm gonna... Fine! I'm gonna ask. Fine. I'm gonna ask it. Fine. I'm gonna ask it. Ask gently, yes. Ask very gently. The mail slot. Ah. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, John. Yeah? It says it's not the kaiju. Well, Andrew, I guess you'd better open it and find out for yourself. Yeah, I'm gonna see who it go is. Go on. Yeah, I'm go on. Do it, do it. I thought Roger was gullible. Oh, 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 my leg! Go! Oh, it's the kaiju! Uh-huh. Ah. Surprise, surprise. He always starts with one, though, so he's not going to deal with me. He's going to sit here and watch this happen. Uh, do, 
What? Are you done? Are you done dying yet? Sorry, I had to step over Andrew's body to get a coffee. Uh, it's been a while since I've read these, so uh, let's give it a shot. Uh, this show was produced by John Matthews mm, and Andrew Wilner in association with the Yokohama Theatre Group. Also, mm, I think. Anyway, special thanks to Roger Sono, the tireless and hardworking man, and everyone else who works so very hard in putting together international events here in Japan. Uh, big thanks, as per usual, to Naoto Kasuya, who has produced some excellent new visuals that I'll be putting up on the website in slow and due time, uh, as well as others who have been involved in making this podcast much better. Thanks also to all of you who have been guests before. We hope that you are still listening and hope that you will uh, come back and see us real soon. Uh, if you... Uh, listener would like to support YTG, the people behind this podcast, that's me and Andrew and some other folks, uh, please head over to patreon.com as per shamelessly sold earlier, forward slash or whatever slash YTG and become a patron. Thanks for listening. don't want your money we don't want you nothing we just want to promote you cool get a hold of us sexual so, favors on the other hand i do not trade in those officially however obviously andrew can serve as our third party in this situation uh but i'll be the escrow service for the sexual favors <laughs> <laughs> andrew holdings co limited vault of something a moment of silence for my dignity I can never make you laugh. And sometimes you're like, <laughs> it feels good. It feels good. That there's a, there's a way to get cheaper tickets to our, our double feature coming up. And actually all, all our shows, even the ones you can't make, you can get videos of them. Tell uh, them to stop Mephistopheles. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, and that is. Is that an accurate reference? Bean? Is that an accurate reference? Mephistopheles? That's f- From cats? No. No. I, no. <laughs> Hey, your character isn't worried at all that I've now let the kaiju into the building. I actually said, I actually said, uh, <laughs> I said it as I'm like, he only gets one of us. He always only gets one of us. So he doesn't always. He ate I know two how this, of us in the early episodes. Well, in the early episodes, but obviously things have changed. He's obviously <laughs> like, he's drawn down his diet. He's drawn down his diet for that. Thank you. Thank you, Bree. Thank you, Bree Beanbrowski for, for helping out with this. Bean, You're welcome. Beanbrowski? Beanbrowski. Bree Dombrowski. Beanbrowski. The gooms. Uh, give me, give me basic stuff. Basic stuff. Tell me about your favorite flavor of chips. <laughs> flavor of chips. I've, I don't eat chips in Japan because they taste like shit. Uh, they're just like salt. Salt is not a flavor. Really excited about chips, please. We want to be really excited. I'm not going to get excited about chips. You're just pissing me off talking about chips all the time. I don't like chips. I don't want salt chips. I don't want nori chips. That'll be sufficient, please. <laughs> Hold on, I had to make a brain connection. Now the brain connection not working. Brain mark, connection. Mark, 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 flash mark. monkey, monkey, flash monkey, monkey. Call him flash monkey, monkey. Flash monkey. Flash monkey. Oh, flash, flash monkey. monkey. Maybe flash monkey. Flash monkey. <laughs> That's illegal. Flash monkey. Monkey. <laughs> 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 well, I think monkeys are always flashing. I think they're they're naked. I mean, I don't think it, I don't think it's illegal to put a put a trench coat on a monkey. Uh... <laughs>
You're an asshole. Sarcophagus. Yes.